Welcome to Grown Up Kids, a Disney podcast. I only hope that we never lose sight of one thing that was all started by a mouse. Hello and welcome to Grown Up Kids and day seven of Podmas. One week. One week strong. Yeah. We got like three to go, pretty oh, much. A little oh, bit, two a little bit less. I'm Katie. And I'm Megan. And today we're being joined by a brand new guest. So say hello to Lauren. How are you? I'm doing good. It's good to have you. Thank you for joining us. And thank you for being a grown-up kids listener. Yes. It is exciting whenever we get somebody who's just a grown-up kids listener. So since it's your first time on the show, we want to get to know you a little bit more and get your Disney profile. So how did you get into Disney? All right. So kind of start up like the typical answer, like most people, I, it was around me when I was a kid, but I've actually talked to my mom about it. And she said that like, I didn't really like have it around you. Like, yeah, you had a couple movies, that kind of stuff, but really it was probably about my eighth grade year. That's when my family was going to go on a trip soon. I just delved into like the parks and I became a huge nerd and I've been like, Disney is kind of like my defining trait at this point. Uh, (laughs) So it's just one of those things for me. So I kind of chose to be a weird, obsessed adult who likes Disney. Um, but fine. yeah, like I grew up going to the parks a little bit and that kind of stuff. And then um, as I got older, I started to really appreciate like the history. And I really enjoy all that kind of stuff. So yeah. You know well, you're obsessed fun. when you're typecast. I have my yeah. own list of like typecast things. Disney among them. So I totally get it. Mm-hmm. <laughs> mm-hmm. Yeah. Like, at work, everyone's like, if you got a question about Disney or Harry Potter or cats, just go and talk to Katie. <laughs> or cat. <laughs> Where I work, they've nicknamed me Cinderella. Like, it's oh, just, cute. like, a thing. <laughs> I give tours, so I like to say it's kind of like my, my Disney cast member training, because I do want to do college program, all that kind of stuff. I'm, like, working yeah. with people, that kind of fun stuff. That's cute. Um, so, who is your favorite character? Um... I'm really bad at picking favorites of things. So, so. am I. <laughs> um, but if I have to narrow it down, I love Mickey Mouse. Just, he is the start of it. He is the classic. Um, like, yes, he maybe is kind of generic and whatever, but I just really enjoy him, and I think he's really cute. Um, but for favorite princess, I have to go Snow White, and like, because she is traditional, that kind of stuff. But also, I feel like she gets such a bad rap. Yeah, like, she does. I enjoy how she is, like, just the embodiment of, like, kindness and, like, just someone tries to kill you and you just, like, want to make other people happy still. I'm like, <laughs> right. I can't leave you like that. Yeah. But, yeah. I think we've only ever, we've only had one other person say Mickey was their favorite. Yeah. It was Tim. Yeah. I love Mickey. Oh, me I mean, too, obviously, like, like, he started it all, right? No one thinks of that when they think of, like, and that's that's dumb. You should think of that because, yeah, he did start it all. Because it but all started with a mouse. It's true. Mm-hmm. <laughs> um so what is your favorite disney movie and again i subdivided this one as well that's fine uh so for <laughs> like classics i put fantasia because mm-hmm. it's just so cool mm-hmm. it's not a cohesive story by any means my dad actually sat down and watched the top 100 movies of the 20th century and that was on it and me and my mom went to watch it with him and she could not get through it and i was just like yes because <laughs> <laughs> it's just so cool and like I just like the art of it. And then yeah. for like Renaissance kind of era, I put Hercules. Nice. This is so fun and funny. 
and I distinctly remember being a child and having a little like Megara toy that like I loved. Yeah. So it's good. And then for more modern, I love Moana and Frozen. It's just so good. Yeah. And I both those came out when I was in high school and just like really fun times. I love yeah. Moana. I know I every, everybody pretty much knows that at this point, but yeah, I'm I stock only like on the daily. It's fine, <laughs> <laughs> no big deal. Um, so I know we keep making you pick favorites, and you said you can't pick favorites. <laughs> but <laughs> what would you say is your favorite Disney park? Okay, so um, I have been to all the American parks, so I do have a bit to choose from, um, and. I will say that my favorite is Disneyland, uh, but I love Magic Kingdom as well. And, like, the way I've heard it described is, like, Disneyland is, like, your local grocery store where you know the owner, but Disney World is, like, Costco because it's, it's everything. <laughs> and I think they're both just for – I love both, and I would gladly go to either. Um, yeah. But I love Disneyland. Like, I walk in, I see Walt's apartment, and I see the castle, and it's just like, <gasps> mm-hmm. I'm home. Mm-hmm. I but love yeah. Disneyland. That's a perfect, perfect comparison. <laughs> yeah, it really is. It's so yeah. true. Mm-hmm. And my dad, anytime we're talking about the parks, he's always like, I've got one word for you, but what's my favorite? Weather. Like, <laughs> yeah. like, California, it's like, you can't beat it. It's, yeah. I'm, I'm from like the South Texas area where it's just like Florida, but kind of worse. And so I'm like, why would I go when I could go to California? Right. But, like, <laughs> but Disneyland is my favorite of course when we, we oh, when we visited disneyland Ugh. it was we were there for three days and it that summer it was the only three days where it was a hundred it was october yeah it was, it was october and it yeah, was, it was over 100 degrees <laughs> all three days yeah yeah I, I, it was crazy i mean i still had an amazing time mm-hmm. but you're not gonna let that stop you but no no <laughs> um so what is your favorite disney memory okay this one I also subdivided. So I have favorite parks memory, favorite non-parks memory, if that's okay. Yeah. Okay. So my favorite parks memory is actually from my last time going to Disneyland, which was this past summer. And I went there one day with my family, and the next day they went and did other things, and I just went by myself. And it was the first time I'd ever done anything like that by myself. So it was really interesting. Uh, and that evening, like, went and got my coffee, and then I went to go wait for Fantasmic because I wanted to get a good spot because I love that show. And I sat uh, by a gentleman who was, like, in a wheelchair, and he was talking to some people around him. And I was just kind of hanging out listening. And he started to tell stories of when he was a cast member there in the 70s. Oh. And I kind of joined in the conversation. And, like, he was there when they were testing out Space Mountain there. And he, like, worked overtime and, like, got to ride it all these extra times. Like, all right, lean to the left. Now lean to the right. No, everyone in the back. And they all made fun of their friend who got sick on it and how, like, <laughs> one of his best friends on his last day there jumped off of a uh, sailing ship Columbia in his tidy whiteies and we got escorted out just all these crazy stories from like this would never happen now but like this guy is just a really cool person and really fun to talk to that's awesome that's awesome and then non-park is um so before I came to my university I went to like an admitted student's day and there was a girl who spoke and she said she did the Disney college program in her like things I've done at my school um and I went and talked to her afterwards, like, oh, my gosh, that's so cool. What is this? And I got her contact info, but, like, your senior year gets crazy, and you just kind of forget about it. And then I came to my school about a year later, started working at the admissions office, and 
now she's one of the admission counselors here and I like reunited with her we went and had dinner we just talked for like hours about the Disney college program and she was like yes absolutely you have to do it oh my gosh I'm so excited for you and like just making these like magical Disney connections and like kind of learning the ropes from someone who will be like a really good resource for me and that kind of really cool stuff but, yeah like bonding over obsessions yeah yes. that's awesome now do you want to do the Disney college program in California or Florida I will go wherever they take me. <laughs> Good answer, because they'll like that. Because <laughs> I think it's really cool that there's more options in Florida, mm-hmm. but I like Disneyland also. And like my parents like, oh my gosh, you have to go and become friends with one of the characters. And I'm like, I don't want to limit myself. I am not above <laughs> doing custodial like <laughs> Mr. Mouse. Uh, but yeah. yeah, so I'm like... Just really excited about the idea of doing it. Yeah, that's awesome. It's fun. If you have any other questions too, like we'll we'll be more than happy to answer anything that you would like to ask. So I did two. Yeah, I did so. one and an extended. So one so and a kind half. of two. <laughs> yeah. Ooh. All right. All right. So today we are discussing Toby Tyler or Ten Weeks with a Circus, which is probably the weirdest movie name ever. It has a comma they just in it. call it Toby Tyler. <laughs> But we got a little more than that. But it's cute. It's cute. A lot of people want to know my reactions. I liked it. I didn't <laughs> fall asleep during it. She didn't. I thought and she's that it Ill, was funny. So. And I'm not annoyed by this kid yet, even though I've seen him in quite a few films so far. <laughs> so he doesn't still, have your disdain of like Bobby Driscoll. I don't hate Bobby Driscoll. I didn't say hate. I said disdain. <laughs> <laughs> I didn't not like Bobby Driscoll. I was just overseeing his face. But this kid's really cute, and I think that he's a little bit of a better actor than Bobby Driscoll. I agree with you. Um, yeah. So, in his... Uh, I can't remember his name. Oh, Kevin Cor- Corcoran. Corcoran. Mm-hmm. Um, so, we see him. He plays Toby. And it's about him and a monkey, pretty much. And it's really cute. The circus. So. Without further ado. It is time for the 30-second 30 30 second Disney, Disney Dash. Dash. And <laughs> I'll go first and... Fail horribly. We'll see what happens. (laughs) (laughs) So, just a little uh, disclaimer: we literally just watched the movie. That probably like like ten minutes ago. Super common thing that we say almost every episode. Well, like it's supposed to be like, oh, it's fresh in your head. When reality, if we like slept on it, we'd probably do a better Disney dash. But (sighs) maybe. Oh well, here we go. On your mark, (laughs) get set, go. So we meet Toby, and he runs into Mister. Oh man, um, Tupper, <laughs> and Mr. Tupper offers him a job, but then he goes back to his aunt and uncle, and his uncle's a real jerk. So then he goes back to the circus and he gets a job selling popcorn, and then he befriends Mr. Stubbs, and then um, who's a monkey, and then all of a sudden the kid who rides on the horses, the equestrian, like hurts himself. So then Toby has to take over for him, and he becomes a star. Wow, twenty-seven. I thought you were gonna run out. No, even with my stumble on Mr. Tupper. (laughs) And he needs, um, oh boy. (laughs) Watch the wheels turn. (laughs) Would you like to go next so you can stop being nervous? Sure, let's go. Get it over with, right? (laughs) Sometimes it even makes, like, me get nervous and, like, sweaty about it. And it's episode 46, for God's sake. You think I'd be used to it. It's a time crunch. It's new every time. That's true. Yeah. All right. Ready, set, go. 
Toby Tyler runs away from his adoptive home to join the traveling circus. He's hired by the greedy Mr. Tupper to be his concessions assistant. Toby makes new friends, including mischievous chimp named Mr. Stubbs. When a bareback rider is injured, Toby trains to replace him in the performance. After discovering that Mr. Tupper has been hiding the letters from his concerned aunt and uncle, Toby leaves. Mr. Stubbs follows Toby and gets shot by a hunter in the woods. When Toby returns to the circus, he's greeted by his aunt and uncle, who miss him dearly. Another fun surprise, Mr. Stubbs isn't dead. In the end, Toby gets to keep his fun new life and still be with his family. That was amazing. <laughs> that was that was twenty nine seconds. Oh my god! Well, like yeah, twenty eight point nine nine. Oh my god, that was so good. That you was literally great. got the whole movie, <laughs> I, like all the important parts. I really tried. I after my two tests today, I was like, all right, now I can think about this. And I sat <laughs> in my room before dinner, like, all right, we're gonna do it. <laughs> well, you did very well. Good job. Thank you. That was amazing. Perfect back of a DVD cover. <laughs> actually, that would actually give too much away. It would. That, so it, it was it even better. It contains spoilers. It not. <laughs> <laughs> I'm not ready. Set. Go. There's an orphan, orphan boy who has an aunt and uncle who's like really mean to him. Actually, just his uncle. So he runs away to the circus to be a concessionaire. Uh, but the guy's actually really mean and greedy. And then he, Toby Tyler, adopts like a little chimpanzee. And then he ends up getting a show on a horse. And uh, then he goes back home. But then he comes back to the circus. <laughs> Are you done? Yes. It's <laughs> 21 seconds. I'm like running through the movie in my mind, and I'm like, I'm not saying the right things. There's so many more things I could be saying. Oh, but it's over, and that's okay. That's all right. <sighs> all right, are we ready for some history? Yeah, now we can all relax. So, fun fact from Megan: my mom loves this movie, so she was pretty <laughs> excited for me to watch it. Um, She'll be even more excited that we have a three-day rental and she can watch it. And she can watch it. I wonder, like, the last time she watched it. I'm going to call her when we're done recording this. So, Toby Tyler was directed by Charles Barton and starred Kevin Corcoran, Henry Calvin, Gene Sheldon, and Richard Easton. It was produced by Walt Disney Productions and distributed by Buena Vista Distribution Company. It was released on January 21st of 1960 at the Florida Theater in Sarasota, which is the winter home to the Ringling Brothers Barnum and Bailey Circus, which actually is not a thing anymore. Not a right? thing anymore. Um, but it was owned and operated by Feld Entertainment, which is the group that produces the Disney on Ice shows. I did know that when it was a thing. They were like connected pretty cool. So, um, it's based on the 1880 children's book, Toby Tyler, or Ten Weeks with the Circus, by James Otis Kaler. And the film was shot at Golden Oak Ranch in Newhall, California, and later aired on the Walt Disney Anthology television series, and it was the first film to be shot there since it was purchased by the Disney company. So, Golden Oak Ranch, I don't know if anybody knows this, but at Walt Disney World, there's like a home development like a development area called golden oak and it's like millionaire homes i mean they are like big bucks homes i heard the development but i didn't know that was the name yeah that's really cool it's called golden oaks i love how i mean like in the parks you get like these little callbacks to like these small things here it is again yeah even like a development in florida from a filming studio in california that was owned by disney yeah i mean yeah they make connections everywhere it's just so interlaced like even more than you think it is i know it's crazy all right let's go to some fun facts again i got lucky they're fun (laughs) 
All right, so <laughs> Disney was able to create interest in this Kevin Corcoran film by using uh, Henry Calvin and Gene Sheldon in co-starring roles. So they were both co-stars in Zorro. I don't know. Have we watched that yet with this? We're, we're recording these uh, Podmas episodes all over the place. So it may have already been. It may have not already been. So if it has already been. I don't been, think it's been released. It, ha- it definitely hasn't been released yet okay. at this point. But I don't know if for Podmas it has been. Yeah. If it hasn't, look out for them. Um, <laughs> so, um, so Zorro at this time was off air due to legal disputes between Disney and the American Broadcasting Company. Which did lead to it not being on TV anymore which we do talk about in that episode. Um, after this production, Calvin and Sheldon performed in Babes in Toyland, which we'll eventually get to. And, um, it's during Podmas. Look yeah. out for it. And that was their final <laughs> production with the Walt Disney Company. So, And in Zorro, they were Sergeant Demetrio Lopez, Garcia, and Bernardo. So in this one, Bernardo talks. Gene Sheldon talks. In Zorro, <laughs> yeah. he's mute. So it was really weird to like... See, see words coming out of his mouth yeah. yeah but i actually really liked him i think he's a really great actor yeah i liked him too wait which one was he he was the clown the clown oh my god yes he just made me laugh like he's just like he almost seems like a like a very cheery grandfather to me yeah you know what mm-hmm. i mean like just like like I, I loved how he like invited him for dinner with his family and it <laughs> yeah. was the dogs yes. <laughs> i died cute. laughing at that it was my <laughs> We get to favorites later, but that was just <laughs> awesome. Yeah, it was so cute. So the story of a young boy in a small town running away to join a traveling "quote unquote" mud show type of circus, and as a refreshment con- concessionaire, concessionaire, I can't even say it. Neither could Toby. Um, <laughs> it really appealed to Walt. So as a child, Walt saw his first circus parade in Marceline, Missouri. We know that he pulls a lot of information from his home, or not a lot of inspiration from his hometown. Yeah. Um, and he attempted to create his own circus in his family barn with cats dressed up in his little sister's doll clothes. <laughs> oh my gosh. <laughs> oh, Walt. When he was 15, yes, go ahead. I was going to say, uh, well, like, drawing inspiration, when I was watching the movie and, like, it showed the parade coming through, I'm like, that looks like, I couldn't, is it Frontierland? Is it Main Street? It was kind of that blend of, like, it does. I, I it thought like the same park. thing. I was like, I wonder if they filmed this at Disneyland, because, like, <laughs> it, it, like, just looks so similar. It does, it just really, it looks like Marceline, and I think that, yeah, I was like, immediately, I was just like, was that, is that Main Street? Like, that's the... F- Honestly, that's the first thing I thought of. So I didn't think of that. I thought the same thing. I can totally see it in my mind. I seriously (laughs) was staring at it like, is this Disneyland? Are they? Did they film it there? (laughs) (laughs) The Golden Horseshoe right around the corner. (laughs) (laughs) Nope, Golden Oaks. (laughs) (laughs) So when Walt was fifteen, he actually worked one summer as a news butcher for the Van Noise Interstate News Company on trains that went to a half a dozen different states. So he sold newspapers, popcorns, peanuts, fruit cold drinks and other snacks to the passengers from the box strapped over his shoulders. Um, and that was supposedly one of the happiest periods of his life. So a quote from Walt, everyone loves a circus and I'm no exception. I've been fascinated by the clowns and the animals, the music and the excitement ever since I worked in one of those wonderful shows for a few days as a youngster. I thought that was really cute. Again, like we see a lot of things from Walt's childhood pulled into all these movies. Um, so during the production of the picture, 
this is very sad. Uh, Kevin Corcoran's father had just died, um, but the crew on the film remember that Kevin was just this professional little trooper. He finished the film without incident with his mom at his side. Uh, he performed his own stunts on the horse, although he oh, was wow. connected to piano wires for safety. But when I was watching that, I was like, I wonder if that's, I wonder if that's him. I, yeah, I was wondering the same mm-hmm. thing. Because I felt like a lot of the times where they were showing, like, the stunts, it was the back of his head. And I was like, is that a double? <laughs> but it's, it's cool to know that he did his own. I think the only mm-hmm. stunt double he had in this film was um, when the wagon toppled over. Oh. I don't think that was him. Oh, yeah. When they would, like, jump off or whatever. Yeah, mm-hmm. yeah. And then the monkeys okay. get loose. scary. Yeah. <laughs> it was a wild time. Um, so, Ollie Wallace, he was 72 at the time, and he composed many memorable melodies for Disney cartoons beginning in the late 30s um, and live action films, but not for Toby Tyler. However, he was in the film as the band leader. And you could see, like, he's a super enthusiastic guy. <laughs> like, he made me laugh a couple times. Um, he did pass away in 63. Um, and. The drummer, Jimmy McDonald, he is the voice of Mickey Mouse and a member of the Firehouse 5 Plus 2. He's the voice of Mickey after Walt stopped doing it. Yes. Because Walt did it for a long time. Mm -hmm. Mm-hmm. He's the guy going... That's Mm -hmm. cool. Yeah. (laughs) Um, So several actual circus acts were featured in the film. So, like, again, this is kind of like a horrible comparison, but it's what I thought of immediately. In The Light in the Forest, we had a bunch of actual Indian props mm. made by an Indian, right. Native American. Um, mm-hmm. So it's just, again, it's so cool that Walt really tries to be authentic, even down to this. So, like, the Flying Viennas was a famous aerialist act that was actually performing with Ringling Brothers at the time. And then the Jungle Land Elephants came from Jungle Land in Thousand Oaks, California. So he really did use... Those were the ones, like, going in circles and dancing. Oh, yeah. When it was, like, swaying side to side, I looked to Megan. I was like, is that a real elephant? Because it almost looked (laughs) fake, but it was real. However, those those little tiny elephants in the beginning, those were dogs. I Yeah, I looked at Katie (laughs) and I was like, are those dogs? And she's like, yeah, it took a lot of training. And I'm like, oh, okay. (laughs) It did, I read that. (laughs) But it was kind of like, I didn't put that fun fact in here because it kind of was like a very long run on one. But I guess it was a lot of training to train those dogs to just walk in a straight line with these huge elephant heads on (laughs) the poor thing. Um, so the circus parade at the beginning of the film was staged by assistant director Arthur Vitarelli on the Western Street on the Disney Studios backlot. Oh, here we go. I'm answering your guys' question. <laughs> huh, how cool. <laughs> Amazingly, he was able to do it in one continuous shot using multiple cameras. Wow. And it was completed filming by noon. Dang. Mm-hmm. Wow. So he lined up all the wagons and people... Or lining up all the wagons of people meant the procession snaked through the back lots, residential street, and out the studio gate onto Buena Vista Street in front of the studio. So I wonder if anyone driving by or walking by got to see this really <laughs> weird parade going on. Um, and last but not least, Walt did purchase authentic circus wagons from the film, and a lot of them were like, of course, from the early did. right. A lot of them from the <laughs> early 1900s. So, and you can see it; they all look really cool. Do you think that yeah. Roy approved that purchase? No. I don't think Roy approved a lot of purchases. <laughs> I think a lot of them were behind his back. Yeah. Or he waited for him to go on vacation. Yeah, like the Like the, the castle, top. putting oh, the yeah. 14 karat gold on the castle. Yep. All right. 
So, characters. <laughs> First up is Toby. Um, so, Toby is the little boy. He is... He's kind of a spitfire a little bit. Like, like he is very... Um, respectable. Respectful and very, like, you know, yes, sir, no, sir, like that, you know. But at the same time, he's just a little boy. Mm-hmm. And he, like, is just kind of funny sometimes. Yes. Well, can, with how he's, like, very respectful, that bit in the beginning where he brings home the ticket so excited about the circus and his uncle rips it up, I audibly gasped at that part. Yeah. And then he, like, was just he wasn't gonna argue like he i guess especially telling of the time how like you respect your elders and that kind of stuff and even going into the circus the whole time he was like listening to what tupper said and like he was just he was gonna do what he was told but like he also had a little sass about him oh, yeah. yeah so he was like he was really fun yeah you can really see his respectfulness when uh um he gets his new riding shoes from mr tupper and he goes you know I'd like to take back a lot of things I thought about you. So he didn't say any of these things out loud. But he thought that. He held his tongue. Yeah, that was cute. Um, Poor Toby. (laughs) I don't know where to put Toby. He kind of is confusing to me. Yeah. I feel like maybe Gryffindor. Because it's pretty brave of him to, like, go out there and just take on being this, like, equestrian act when he doesn't really have the skills to back it up. Yeah. But he does go and he tries and he does it. But at the same time, I, like, also kind of want to say Hufflepuff because he's pretty loyal Mm -hmm. and kind. And I think that's a weird combination, being a griffin puff. But I think that that's kind of what he is. Um, excuse me. I guess you are. (laughs) You're a Hufflin. I'm a Huffledore. A Huffledore, that's right. (laughs) (laughs) We're very serious about our houses over here. (laughs) I believe it. (laughs) Um, Yeah, I really like Toby. Mm -hmm. He's just so cute and super respectful, as we said, but funny. um, Just, like, gets in there and does a job, even when someone's yelling at him, you know? I feel bad for the kid. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Mr. Stubbs? Mr. Stubbs is the chimp dude this this monkey oh my i would have given him up a long time ago (laughs) the patience of that child (laughs) i mean i guess this kind of plays into just their relationship but how like in the beginning he took his banana and the whole time it seemed like toby kind of hated mr stuff but like (laughs) loved him yeah and i guess it is like that i kind of his nature but in the end when he's like Mr. Stumps is my best friend. I'm like, I'm going to cry, but also where this come from. Yeah. Uh, I kind of feel like he treats Mr. Stubbs as like an annoying little brother. Yeah. That's kind of like the role I see him take on. Yeah. Um, He's super mischievous. Yeah. Obviously, he's a monkey. I have to admit, I'm not really a huge fan of monkeys. Neither am I. Um, Like, I just, I don't know. I just don't care for them. They kind of weird me out with, like, how humanistic <laughs> they are. Um, but I, I liked him, though. He was funny. He was actually funny. He didn't just annoy me. Yeah, he was mm-hmm. He was funny. Yeah, I don't know. They need to learn to not put a rope on him. Yeah. Figure out some who, kind of harness. Oh, yeah, that was... Like, 
after the fifth time, <laughs> right? I don't think ropes work. No. Let's move on to something He knows else. how to untie them. Yeah. I did enjoy watching him untie it, though. It was just, yeah. he was yeah. all like, and I'm free. Now yeah. what can I go mess up? It was like... I think the time where I would have been done with the monkey is when he dumped my money off the side of the wagon. <sighs> yep. Yep. Although, or- side note, Toby being like, I got $3.40. I'm the richest person in the world was adorable. Mm-hmm. But back in that time, that probably was really a lot. It's true. Like, the fact that it was a nickel to get peanuts, and then he was offering him a dollar for the week. Like, that's a lot, don't you think? Yeah. If, like, peanuts is five cents, a dollar a week for a kid that age is probably, like, a lot of spending money. <laughs> right. That's true. Which is crazy. Can we go back to that? Right. Now? Yes. I could pay off my student loans, like, really quick. <laughs> <laughs> um, do we want to sort the monkey? Or is he just a magical creature? He's a magical creature. That's fine. Yeah. Um, Mr. Tupper. Ugh. He's an a-hole. I'm going to say it. <laughs> I hated him. Yeah. Guy I... takes advantage of this kid. Right from the bat, I look. I looked at Megan. I was like, "He's a greasy slime ball." Yeah, like, everything about him is just greedy and just wrong. And you know, he knows what he's doing is wrong. Yeah, like he like, but he's getting away with it. Looked around and was like, "Okay, oh, yeah. this is what tips actually are, and you have to keep it a secret." No, you're lying to the poor kid who's working for his own money. Yeah, <sighs> mm-hmm. Mr. Yeah. Tupper. Yeah, he's a slime ball. Yeah, he's like there's. There's nothing good to say about him. I just did not like him. Every time he, like, came on, I was just like, oh, God, what's going to happen now? I don't... Yeah. Every time I was, like, taking notes when he came up, I'm just like, mm-mm, I don't like him. I just... He's just so easily hateable. Yes. She makes yeah. a good character, but, like, ugh. I know. Yeah. I mean, like, you need a character like that, but you still hate him. I also want to know if Toby ever got all of his tips back. I think mm. Ben would have made sure of it. I hope so. <laughs> ben was a good guy. Yes. Or Toby's a performer now. He's probably making the big bucks. True. Mm. That is true. That, the tips anymore. I'm putting Mr. Tupper in Durmstrang. Yeah. Sounds Because I don't want to give him a Hogwarts house. Um, <laughs> <laughs> Colonel Sam Castle is the owner of the circus. Mm-hmm. Dude in the I long guess. red coat. Yes. He's like P.T. Barnum, Mm -hmm. but of this circus. So he, like, at first he kind of annoyed me because I thought that he was just about the money and, like, you know, being businessman. If something goes wrong, you're fired, blah, blah, blah. But, like, he he, he came around towards the middle, I think, whenever. So, like, I was kind of iffy about him whenever he asked Toby to take on the role of being in the equestrian show, because I thought that it was really just like, oh, well, he's a last resort. We'll make it work. I don't care if he doesn't want to do it or if he gets injured. Like, at least we tried. Right. Um, But he turned into somebody who, like, really just appreciated the talent that Toby had. Mm -hmm. And then also, like, was really glad that his family came and didn't get mad about Mr. Stubbs. Thankfully, Mr. Stubbs didn't die, but, like, didn't put that blame on Toby. Like, he knew that it was not his fault, and right. um, and I was worried that he was going to put that on him. 
but he didn't. So that was good. Yes. Uh, well, talking about uh, the Colonel, I love the scene where uh, Tupper came in being like, I got this kid here. I should get a cut. Yeah. And he like talked him down. It was very much a like that he had like the best interest in mind. Like he was like, yes, okay, you did bring this kid on, but like you're not getting more than you deserve. And it was like really interesting to see kind of the two strong personalities go at each other. Cause like the Colonel was like, I'm running a straight laced business. You're not about to like get all nasty up in here. And he was yeah. like, let's make a gentleman's deal. The whole thing with a gentleman's deal. I didn't like that at all with a uh, Tupper, how like he wanted to kind of be the officiator for every agreement he made. And like, yeah, I think it really showed off like that the colonel actually was like a good guy. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, at first I thought he was just like a hothead, you know, temper boss mm-hmm. kind of guy. But mm-hmm. then you see he actually does care about Ben. He does care about Toby. Yeah. I kind of want to put him in Ravenclaw a little bit because he like runs the show and he's pretty wise with like what needs to go on to like keep it running. And he has this like intuition Like, he had, like, an intuition, I think, with Toby. Like, he was going to be okay. And he's also, like, creative because he runs a circus. I could see that. I kind of am leaning towards Ravenclaw. All right. I'll accept it. Okay. Um, Next up, I grouped Toby's aunt and uncle together. I thought the uncle was going to be my least favorite character. Because he was, like, a deranged dude in the beginning. Like, his his pupils were, like, pinpricks. Like, Mm -hmm. tiny. Dude looked crazy, angry said horrible things to Toby. By the end, I like that even though Toby's got to be like, what, eight at most? He can't be more than that. He can't be more than ten, whatever. He's a small kid and, you know, he's the adult, his uncle, and he still came up to him and was like, can you forgive me? You know, and like really, really did feel sorry for saying those things and realized how much Toby does do for them. Yeah. And that who knew this kid had this talent and then is like so proud of him for it. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Instead of, you could, originally, I, I would have placed him being like, oh, he'll be excited about Toby because it'll bring in money. But no, he yeah, was just he genuinely was actually proud. just excited. Yeah. Yeah. I agree. He d- His character did turn. I really hated him in the beginning, though. Like, that was just cruel. Oh, yeah. yeah. Why are, first of all, are you going to say those things? And then second of all, the kid got a free ticket to the circus. Like, let him go and enjoy it. Let him be a kid. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And also, like, I liked his aunt, but at the same time, like, she sort of stuck up for him, but she didn't really try hard enough, in my opinion. Like, she just kind of let it happen, and that really bothered me. Yeah, so I was going to say pretty much that same thing about uh, the aunt, Olive, I think her name was. Um, Olive. And, yeah, how well she was, like, like, Daniel, like, telling the uncle, like, to stop. Like, he's just a boy. Like, I did appreciate that she, she tried, and, like, she obviously did care about Toby, and, like, she seemed to be, like, the softer one in the household. But, like, yeah, she did really. <laughs> yeah. Like, you tried. Yeah. Not that hard. She, yeah. like, still let it go on, you yeah. know? Even though, like, she tried to be, like, hey, you're too hard on him. I mean, there are more like, things you could have said. Yeah. Yeah. I think those, sadly, like, I don't like saying this, but I think that's the times. I know. Unfortunately. But Yeah. All right. To one of my favorite characters, Ben Cotter. I love him. Awesome. He's like this rough and tough dude. You mess with him, he's gonna dunk you in a bucket of water or a <laughs> pond. 
That happened um, like three times. Yeah, I know. He's like, I'll do this. And then he does it anyway. Um, mm. And yet is the biggest softy. Yeah. And doesn't let it show, but it sneaks out. Like, he's just a great character. Yeah. He has, like, that father figure role, but also kind of a relationship that's more of, like, a big brother, but also a father. Mm -hmm. Like, just a good combination of, like, role model to Toby. Um, And he's a good teacher. Because Toby, like, went from being pretty horrible at (laughs) being an equestrian to being pretty darn good. Jumped through a ring of fire. Yeah. Yeah. After, like, two weeks. I just want to know how the heck he balanced that chair on the back of the horse. I don't think that that was possible. (gasps) Did y'all not see, like, you could see, like, the bar of, like, where it was, like, there was, like, a hinge. Oh, really? You could kind of see the effect. Oh, I didn't see it. I was wondering. I I was trying to look for it. I didn't look hard enough, I I guess. I was really surprised, actually, that they, like let that be seen so like yeah. so easily but maybe that also is just kind of like what they do in the circus too though yeah that's fair so maybe that's true. why they like let that go that's true i could see that yeah yeah um i really liked at the end so ben's like like, like i said this big tough dude and then at the end he is also very proud of toby and he sees him like putting on this wonderful show and he's smiling and then sam like kind of peeks around and looks at him to like see a smile and he like instantly like has to like look (laughs) serious again it's very cute yeah he just like instantly cares for toby yeah you know and Mm -hmm. just like wants to stick up for him and make sure that people are treating him right i want to put him in hufflepuff sweet i'll take him (laughs) he's just like a really good friend and very like loyal to those that I mean, like, so loyal that he's going to stand up for you against, like, the bad guy. You know what I mean? He's a badger. He's a badger. Yes. Um, well, I don't know if I'm, like, looking too much into it, but, like, the way he immediately stuck up for Toby made me think, like, oh, wow, like, Tepper's had, or Tepper's had, like, a lot of these same things happen. Like, he gets a kid and then, like, really mistreats them. So I have to imagine that, like, that's him just already stepping in and be like, I know you're a nasty guy. You're not going to yeah. hurt this kid. Yeah. So, like, I really appreciate that. Yeah. I mean, that's definitely true, too, because this, he has a new assistant, like, yeah. the day after. The yeah. Two, you know what I mean? <laughs> Question, though. Was that the kid that used to do the equestrian that got hurt? Mm-mm. No. The new kid was, like, a redhead. Yeah. Oh, okay. was, I wondered that, he was too. Diff- at fir- like, at first glance, I was like, is that the kid who, like, Toby took Ajax? his place? Yeah, whatever his name is. He was dumb. He was rude. <laughs> He's not even bit. on our list to talk about because no. he was just rude. <laughs> <laughs> Do you want to talk about your favorite guy next? Or your second favorite guy? They're they're actually tied. They're ben tied. and Sam. Sam Treat. So this is the clown guy with the dogs. Yes. Um, super funny. Um, I loved his, like... He was just so relatable to children. Like, he knew how to talk to them. He would put on, like, that little voice that was, like, his... I'm assuming mm-hmm. was, like, his maybe his grandfather or something that, like, gave him advice. And then we see later on when Toby's on his own, mm-hmm. he, like, he um imitates that with... Yeah. um What's his name? Mr. Stubbs. And it's just so cute. Like, you can see how influential... Ben and Sam were because then after that he starts like humming Ben's song that he would always sing on top of the wagon. So cute. Another perfect role model Mm -hmm. for this kid. Yeah. Where do you want to put him? Oh. 
I'll go ahead while I think where I want to put him. Oh, well, I was going <laughs> to say, with uh, Sam, I thought it was really interesting how he was also, like, the vet for all the animals. Yeah. <laughs> Which I was like, this is random, but okay. Yeah. Um, it was like, he was, like, a really smart guy, but also how he talked about, like, his mentor that made him want to be a clown and, like, how his influence and, like, he just wanted to make people happy and how, like, this guy just is doing this for all the right reasons and he's a good influence on a kid and like at the scene uh, where they're having breakfast and the two performers like tell him you can't sit with us he like takes him has breakfast with the dogs and it's like yeah. just really sweet and he's just a good person yeah he is yeah he comes over and like acts like toby's like this class act that they don't know and he's like well, yeah. you can come mm-hmm. eat with me yeah <laughs> um i don't know where to put him i was gonna again say hufflepuff i was i wanted to say that but i didn't want to look like a I was favoriting. It's okay. Okay, yeah, helpful buff. Okay. Score <laughs> number two. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Favorite character and scene for me. My favorite character was Ben. Um, I just loved the role model, like, role, I guess, that he took on. Um, because he seems like a guy that kind of just always wants to, like, mind his own business and, like, not really get in other people's business, but he, like, takes on this kid, and it seems at first, like, it's super out of his comfort zone, but it just, like, fits so well. Like, it ends up just, like, working out so well. Um, and then my favorite scene is probably whenever Toby comes into the tent and sees his aunt and uncle, and then sees Mr. Stubbs he wasn't dead. His little face was just so cute and so happy. Mm -hmm. (laughs) With a little bandage. Yeah. Well, I was actually (laughs) talking about the kid. Got it. Yep. Got it. But sure, the chimp's face was cute too. (laughs) (laughs) Oh my. Uh, But yeah, I really liked that part. That was cute. Uh, So my favorite character was Sam. Just, I think he was just a really good like figure for Toby. Um, and, like, that he wanted to be a clown and make people happy. And was just, like, doing good things for the right reasons. But I also just kind of... I want to throw Ben and the Colonel in there as well. Because I think in a lot of other movies, like, those two characters would be lumped into one. But I liked that, like, there were three, like, really good influences to balance out the one really bad one. Yeah. Um, <laughs> and then for scene, I almost died laughing when Mr. Stubbs got a gun. That was... Oh, my God. <laughs> pure that was chaos. But it was hilarious and just it was so dumb but i loved it yeah i liked it too i thought it was cute (laughs) (laughs) and the fact that toby was like brave enough to just go in there and be like i know he i trust him he's not gonna he's not gonna hit me don't trust that chimp he stole your money (laughs) (laughs) he had a point yeah he was like easy easy (laughs) Um, my favorite character, uh, it's Ben and Sam, just because of what they brought to Toby's life, how they influenced him, um, and they're just awesome guys. One's super silly, one's stern, but can be silly. Yeah. Um, and my favorite scene is probably with, um, when Sam invites Toby to his tent and eats with his family. One, because you don't expect dogs to jump out of these chests. And two, that breakfast looked amazing. So, and I really wanted a plate. It did look good. <laughs> At first, I thought when he put down the plates, he was going to be like, they don't know how big my family is. And then they were going to have like this huge feast. What? I didn't even like think about it. I was just like, 
Oh, there's dogs. It's cute. I don't know. <laughs> Sorry. Least favorite. <laughs> okay, least favorite character is Mr. Topper because he's Sucks. just not a nice person. And the least favorite scene is probably whenever he's talking to Toby about his tips. Ugh. It just made me really angry. There were so many times where, at, like, as we're watching this, me and Meg looked at each other and just, like, gave each other a look like, I can't believe this guy. Yeah, he was just so slimy. Mm-hmm. Yeah. But, I mean, other than that, like, honestly, I loved the movie. Yeah. I would watch it again. I agree. Mm-hmm. Yeah. You can for three more days. True. <laughs> <laughs> this is one I kind of want to buy. Mm-hmm. I think I want to own this one. Okay, uh, go ahead. Sorry. <laughs> so, for me, pretty much the same. Tupper was my least favorite because he was gross and slimy and just the worst. Uh, and the least favorite scene was, I put specifically the tips, but just, like, pretty much any time, like, they were actually actually no one specifically was whenever he um this but like he was like counting the tips or giving toby his he was giving to his week's pay oh, and he was yeah. like giving him money and he was like this is a, this is this is a slug oh. this isn't right and he was like upset that he knew that and i'm yeah. like sir you taught this kid he's smart <laughs> mm. yeah but yeah that he was like trying to get that one by him but no no yeah yeah, when Toby was like, this is a slug, I was like, yes! You and got then I, I like how he was like, oh, I was just testing you. Mm-hmm. Mm, sure. Mm-hmm. Okay. I think I audibly said, oh my god, a couple you, times she did. Like, <laughs> as this guy's on screen. Yeah, she did. <sighs> Alright, so I guess you can guess who my least favorite character is. I think it's unanimous. Uh, Tupper sucks. He's horrible. He's mean. He just thinks he collects these dumb boys who he can just trick and get um, them to do his bidding all the time. But it doesn't work out for him, so in your face, Tupper. Um, my least favorite scene is actually the part where Mr. Stubbs gets the gun because it really scared the heck out of me because it was this monkey with this creepy grin holding this gun <laughs> and just shooting it everywhere. <laughs> Why does he know how to shoot a gun, first of all? Because he's in the circus. <laughs> So what? No excuse. <laughs> he seriously just like has this grin. And he's like making those creepy monkey sounds and just shooting this gun off. Oh. It was horrifying. <laughs> Thank you. But hilarious. Yeah, it was funny, but I was like, I don't know what I would do if I was in this situation. Yeah, I don't know uh, either. Yeah. <laughs> I still thought it was funny though. It was the grin. It was the monkey grin. It's gonna haunt my dreams. <laughs> <laughs> All right, so next up is what we took away from it. Um, and I think that mine is just that your best role models don't necessarily have to be like blood, blood. Yeah. Like you can you can find great role models in like many different aspects of your life and grasp onto them because you'll learn a lot of really great things from them. And you can have more than one, because I would say that the Colonel and Ben and Sam were all great role models for Toby, and, like, all were great role models in different ways. Mm-hmm. So, like, don't be stuck to one person being your role model. Like, there can be many in your life, and they can influence different aspects of your life in different ways. Let yourself be a melting pot of people. Yeah. Learn from everyone. Yeah. I like that. How about you, Lauren? Lauren? 
what you said was pretty much my takeaway that like you're stealing everything can, she's gonna say <laughs> just remind think alike uh but that like you can learn something from everyone and that like yeah you should just absorb what's around you and like not to be like closed off to new things so like whenever he was like I can ride and then he couldn't but like then he committed to learning that kind of stuff and then became like great at it and mm-hmm. so I think just like being open to new things and learning was a good one yeah I like that I'm going to say forgiveness, because there's a lot of it in this yeah. film. Um, Toby forgives his uncle for saying, you know, awful things. Um, he forgives Mr. Stubbs for stealing his money. Yes, he does. <laughs> um, yeah, just, I don't know, don't, I guess just forgiveness. Like, let yourself like be it. open to it. But don't forget. Yeah, not like Mr. <laughs> Tupper. Don't forget that. Yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah. And like you guys said, the importance of family. That doesn't have to be blood. Mm-hmm. All right. Does anybody have anything else to add? Go watch this movie. Go so watch good. it. It's really good. So good. These these mm-hmm. live actions, I almost feel bad that we're doing Podmas now because the live actions, I really like them now. I know. And now we're like speeding through, but that's okay. Yeah. <laughs> it's still a fun project. It was really just the 50s. They were bad. Yeah. The 60s are better. Yeah, I like the 60s. Once they, like, started doing humor things. Yes. The day we watched The Shaggy Dog, I was like, okay, things are going to be better from here. Yep. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and they have been. And they have, yeah. <laughs> I have not been disappointed. Yeah. Oh, also, least, scene, least favorite scene, when he gets shot. I gotta say that, because that was super sad. Oh, yeah. And I couldn't believe it. But then he was okay, so... That- yeah. <laughs> it's okay, guys. Mr. Stubbs is all good. <laughs> all right. Well, thank you, Lauren, for joining us. Yes. Thank you for having me. We yeah. hope that you enjoyed it. And Absolutely. you're welcome back anytime. Yeah, please. I need to hear another one of your Disney dashes because yeah. it's <laughs> spot on. It was so good. <laughs> I really put the bar high for myself. <laughs> right. <laughs> yeah. <clears throat> Jesus. Am I getting your cough? I hope not. Uh, Whew. Um, yeah, we super appreciate it. Thank you for taking time out of your night. Um, we loved having you, so thank you very much. I loved being here. Thank you so much. Absolutely. And side note, Lauren's wearing the cutest Christmas sweater right now, so perfect for Podmas. Yeah, definitely. <laughs> <laughs> All right, grown-up kids. You can find us on Podbean, iTunes, the Google Play Store, Stitcher, TuneIn, and Spotify. So make sure you hit that little subscribe button so you can be sure to get our latest episode as soon as it's available. You can also find us on Facebook at Grown Up Kids, a Disney podcast, and Twitter and Instagram sorry, at Grown Up Kids Pod. Uh, you can also support us on Patreon at patreon.com forward slash Grown Up Kids Pod. And if you head on over to our Facebook discussion group, we, I've posted a document with our comprehensive list of movies that we're going to be watching along with the availability to be on the show with us, so make sure that you check that out, and then you can comment or email or message us with what movies you're interested in joining us on, and I'll get you on the list. And again, you don't have to know us. We didn't know Lauren until an hour ago. Yeah. And look, we're like best yeah. friends now, so yeah. just come on here, talk with us. It's a good time. Mm-hmm. I, I sent in, like, my request after someone did this on the podcast, so I'll throw it in here. Like, absolutely do it. It's super fun. Like, yeah. don't be afraid. I had never heard of this movie. I, <laughs> you will, it's okay. It's good things. Yeah, Go it makes it. you watch something. Nope. I mean, that's what we're doing. We haven't watched a lot of these early movies, so. 
Um, it makes you watch something that maybe you wouldn't have otherwise. And it's fun. So, thank you so much for listening. And make sure that you watch Kidnapped ahead of tomorrow's Podmas episode. Uh-oh. What's that all about? I don't know. We'll find out. And don't forget, adults are only kids grown up anyway. All who come to this happy place, welcome. Disneyland is your land. Here age relives fond memories of the past. And here youth may savor the challenge and promise of the future. Hello. Oh, hold on. Uh, I'm sorry. Uh, I wanted. <laughs> I wanted to ask you. I think that I know the answer to this, but are you just a grown-up kids listener, or do you also listen to Swish and Flick? I'm only a grown-up kids that's listener. Okay. No, 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 it's okay. No, we think that's super. That's cool. really cool because <laughs> I feel like majority of our listeners are because of Swish and Flick. So it's like really refreshing and nice whenever we get a listen.